Good evening. It is April 7th, 2019. I wanted to follow up and I wanted to follow up and create a Temptations 2 based off yesterday's podcast and service this morning. And to start off, it's funny. I didn't realize that I had said August 6th. Uh, 2019 yesterday when I was talking about the podcast and I don't think most of you caught it either. I had one person call me out on that. I appreciate it. Um, but with Temptations 2, yesterday we talked about, you know, the consequences of falling to temptation or giving in to temptation. Um, we talked a little bit about how it disguises, disguises itself as things we enjoy or things we find comfort in. And for me today, as I sat in church, the message it started out as uh, started off with being uncomfortable, and our pastor's wife was talking about how she had pulled over, sat in a parking lot of the church, and was praying because like, they're rebuilding the church. There's a lot of things that are about to change, taking the roof off. So obviously, there's some concerns there. But she was praying on that, and she was talking about how she was fearful or she felt uncomfortable about the situation, and it made me start to think about myself. And one of the things that she had talked about was just being uncomfortable and how the Lord didn't call you to be comfortable. He called you to be great. And we've talked about it in some of my other podcasts around, you know, you learn the most when you're uncomfortable and in order to be great, you know, you've got to stretch yourself. So the message went on today. And as I left church, I was usually I'm, I'm amped. I got a lot of energy when I leave church. But today was one of those days that I actually talked to my soul so I figured, you know what, I got to make a part two to this temptation because I feel like it spoke a lot to temptation. And one of the things that I was thinking about as I left church today and kind of in the message was in order to be great, you've got to stretch your faith. And for me and probably most others, I mean, I haven't spoke to anyone about this, but I imagine uh, one of the things about stretching your faith is that's one of the most uncomfortable feelings you can have because when you're stretching your faith, there's no comfort there. You're doing things that you are trusting God to walk you, lead you through. And over the last, I don't know, last month, month and a half, I'll be honest, I've been in like some up and down moods. Like I'm either really excited or I'm like in the shallow, like just in the pits. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, you're not tithing enough. You need to give more at church. So was it last week? I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago. I was like, yo, whatever cash you have in the house, whatever cash you have on you, just put it in the in the collection plate. Man. So first off, it wouldn't fit in the envelope. So I felt awkward already because the lady next to me is looking at me. I'm already imagining what she's thinking. So I'm like, okay whatever, just try to ball it up and just smash it in the, uh, in the collection plate or in the bucket and then he'll be good. Not thinking, because I'm more worried about the people around me and what they're gonna think. I slam it in the bucket real quick and the guy's like, sir, you gotta pass it down the aisle. And I'm like, oh my goodness, sorry. So now he's looking at me funny. So I'm like, oh my goodness. So I pass it down. And I mean, I felt good after I left church. Like, all right, cool, yeah, you, uh, you, you did more than your 10% for the month, great. But I, I tithe every every week when I go to church, I give money every week. And today I, I had the same like the that feeling, like a uncomfortable feeling. 
And I started to realize through the conversation, it wasn't a tithing piece of it. Like whenever I always want to get more money, but like it wasn't, I know I'm talking about getting money, but I was given more money than I normally do, but that's kind of how this stuff works. But it wasn't that like I was thinking about, I was thinking about the temptations. And today I realized that my temptation, it, it started, it started a while ago and it led to some of my growth. But at the same time, that same temptation or that same thing that I'm looking at after today's sermon as temptation, it's something that most people look at as that's, that's a skill. That's something that most people want. And the crazy thing is, as we talked about when I first started the podcast a couple minutes ago, it's things we enjoy or things we find comfort in, right? So I found that my temptation and something that's limiting my growth and limiting like the innovation, creativity is the structure that I create. I know it sounds crazy, but if you look at my day, the structure, the planning, I think structure and planning is very necessary. Like it's not, I'm not going to completely kick that out of my life. Like it's impossible. But when I think about the structure and the planning in my life right now, to be honest with you, from 3.15 a.m. until about 8, 8.30 every day is planned. It's structured. And it's funny. It's not funny. It's, it's, it's actually a, a sad truth. If I don't follow that schedule or I don't stay on schedule, I'm frustrated. And I'm mad at myself. And I'll find myself going to bed really early or just shutting everything down. Like just upset that I didn't stick to that schedule. And the funny thing is. I was thinking back today on why do you have that structure? Like, what is that? What is that doing for you? And I remembered, like, I created that structure and that schedule. It used to be 4 a.m. It wasn't 3, 315. But I created that structure. So I keep myself out of trouble. That structure and that schedule created discipline for me. And now I got to a place where. I've realized that 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 structure, it's it's still a value add, but it's not the problem solved. It's not the the thing that solved my problems. It's it was more of a temporary patch to point me in the right direction. And for me to get to that next level as anyone else, you've got to look at that temptation and how do you overcome it? And for me, I'm looking at it and some are going to view this very differently, but you're not me. And we all should define our success very differently as I've got to get out of that structured mentality where every single minute I know what's happening. Because when you think about it, you start to perform well, but as you get to new levels, as we talked about yesterday, new levels means new devils. That means new challenges. And for me, I've identified that like my, like I said, my temptation was that, that structure. And it sounds silly, but the temptation part of it, for me, it limits, it limits my ability to climb. Don't get me wrong. Most people around me, they love it. Oh, this is awesome. You're so structured, you're disciplined. But when you look at like relationships, professional, personal, I limit those because up your, me needing or wanting to talk to you or you needing or wanting to talk to me is cutting into something I already have planned. So I can't, I can't spend that time in When you look at business or you look at success or you look at relationships, a lot of that is built on how you communicate with individuals. So for me, I looked at it and said, that's bingo. That's it. 
that's your temptation that you've been overlooking. And yesterday, as we talked about on the podcast, as you start to plan and look and you set reflection time for yourself, you've got to start to pre-identify or forecast what are those temptations going to be? How will you deal with them? What are you going to do to overcome them so you can get to new levels? And today in church, like I said, it was like an aha moment. I'm like, oh my goodness. (laughs) And it's going to be super uncomfortable, but I'm going to try to switch up my schedule to see, okay, your comfort level is in getting up before everyone else, doing XYZ every morning, going to work till this time, getting off work, following this schedule. What's going to happen when you get out of that and you're forced to be thinking on your toes or thinking on your feet, like quick, boom, 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 something happens, you respond. Everything's not planned. And I think there's some, there's some value in that because being spontaneous, not most can't operate in that space all the time. And I'm not saying I want to operate in that space all the time, but it's something that I've got to get back into to increase my level of innovation and creativity. And like I said, I'm going to keep some, some piece of structure, but I think the amount of structure that I have now prevents me from maxing out or getting to that that optimal point. So if I continue in this space, I think I'm average. And when I say average, I'm not comparing myself to others because yes, keeping this structure, most people aren't willing to go through that level of discipline, so they're not going to get to that level. But at the same time, I'm not competing with you. I'm not competing with him or her or anyone else. I'm competing with myself. And if I want to challenge myself to get to that next level, to get out of average for me, it's now being more creative. It's more innovative. And how do you get to that space? So that's, uh, that's one of the things I was thinking about after I left church today. And don't get me wrong, I was frustrated about it. Because I'm like, man, I usually leave church all happy and energized. And yeah. So... I had to ask myself some questions today, and this is something I challenge you to do the same thing. You know, what are your temptations? What's something that looks right, feels right, uh, tastes right, whatever it may be, something you can see, but you know, as you think about it, it's it's truly limiting your potential. It, like I said, it may be putting you above some of your peers or putting you above or making you look good amongst your your friends and your your circle. But as you think about it, you honestly know that this temptation or this level of comfort has started to limit you. And as you look at it, like I said, is it a feeling? Is it is it a person? Is it people? Is it a habit? Is it a vice? Is it you? Like you can't get out of your own way because you're in such of a comfort level that regardless of how much you're progressing or how slow or fast you're progressing, you stick to your same schedule because it's a level of comfort. If that's the case, you, you've got to do something about that. Because if you're still trying to progress and get to new levels, you've got to challenge yourself. But you've also got to look back and understand what are your challenges? Not the obvious ones, the little ones that most people can't see that you know if you tweak those, you get to a new level. So these are some of the things, like literally after I left church today, I was, I was in my feelings a little bit. I uh, went to the beach and sat out there for <laughs> probably about three or four hours, well, longer than that, but doing a lot of reading, writing, just thinking about life and like, what temptations am I dealing with now? 
And like the stuff I'm telling you right now to, to, to connect it to yesterday, these aren't things like I'm not, I'm not teaching you or telling you anything new. Like these are, this is an instruction for you. This is more of a reminder. And I think as a reminder is just reminder to have reflection time. But the other thing outside of a reminder, and those of you that may not be big in your faith, I challenge you to start to pay more attention to it. But, you know, God put you here to be strong and courageous. And if you look at the Bible, like (laughs) there's a lot of different verses or scripture in there that talk about you being strong and courageous. There's some in first, oh, is it first Chronicles, second Chronicles. There's really two verses in the Bible that really stick out to me that I can memorize. And it's the second Chronicles 32, seven. And then there's a whole bunch in the book of Joshua that talk about being strong and courageous, but then Deuteronomy, uh, 31, six. And that basically states be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them for the Lord, your God. He is the one who get, who goes with you. He will not leave nor forsake you. And I think as you start to think about that scripture and temptation, it's okay to get uncomfortable. Be strong, be confident, be courageous, take those risks, do the things that you know are right because he's walking with you. And secondly, you know, and they talked about this today in church, God is more committed to your potential than you are. (laughs) And that's crazy. Because a lot of times we don't recognize our potential and we give in to temptation, not thinking about our potential, because if we were to live in our potential or live in that strong and courageous mood, attitude, steps, we would be on a whole different level. And these are the things that that I don't think we think about on a regular basis. So as you go through those struggles and you have those challenges, don't give up like legit, accept those challenges, reflect on them. You know, reevaluate every week, every month, every goal, every quarter, every every year. And the thing I'm telling you to reevaluate on is not the obvious stuff that everyone sees. The stuff that everyone sees, cool, whatever. You're not competing with them. You're not doing what you do to be something to someone else. Well, you kind of are if you're trying to make, leave an impact or coach, motivate people. But at the same time, you see your flaws and you understand your temptations way before anyone else can because it's an internal thing that only you're going to be able to recognize at first. And if you're not looking at that, you're not going to be able to solve those challenges. So as you look at those, or not even say as you look at those, as you start to reflect every week, every month, every quarter, every <laughs> biannually, annually, however long you want to go, um, you've got to understand something that with those challenges and those problems that you have, a lot of times we pray on those and we pray like, God, you know, solve this problem, you know, deal with this problem, take this problem away, give me the strength to whatever it may be, not realizing that 90% of the time our problems are solved in his presence. And I'm gonna say it again, 90%, maybe hundred percent of the time, our problems are solved in his presence, AKA get closer to him. And you'll start to see those problems that you deal with on a regular basis go away, or you'll approach them a little bit differently. And if that problem, as I labeled them problems, is temptation, the closer you get to him, the more differently or the more versed you are in looking at those problems in a different light. But if you're not in that space and you're still not connecting the dots to say that, yes, he solves most of my problems while I'm in his presence, while you're praying, while while he's close to you, 
then you're not going to get this. But if you do that, you'll see that your path is so much more clear and more defined. You'll understand and see or foresee your obstacles before they come. And those obstacles, those temptations, those challenges, those problems, they'll seem like less. And I think some of the things that those that are strong in their faith go through and are able to overcome, you have others that look at those problems, challenges, and say, wow, how did they do that? And it seems almost impossible, but that individual going through it has recognized that, you know what, I didn't get through this. God put me through this or God helped me through this. And it's not, a lot of times it's not, you know, why this happened to me is, is why not me. So those situations, you just view them completely different. So one thing I'm going to encourage everyone to do, if you listen to yesterday's podcast and you already know where I'm going with this, one, identify your temptations, identify your values, your goals, and your mission. Matter of fact, create a mission statement and jot down your values. After that, like I encourage you, go read that Deuteronomy, uh, what is it, 31 6. You know, go be strong, be courageous, be an example for someone else. Share some of your temptations with your closest circle. Let them know what some of those things are that are, are hindering you or holding you back so that you can overcome those. And again, this today is going to be a little bit shorter than what my normal podcasts are, but it's just a, a, a continuation of yesterday. So we'll, we'll entitle it Temptation 2. But I gave you kind of my personal story about service today and how it relates to temptation, which it was odd how today <laughs> really related to temptation and yesterday was the podcast on temptation. So think about some of the things I said, aka think about it. Please do this to help yourself. Jot down your values, jot down a mission statement, create some small goals until you can build up to no more goals. This is the lifestyle I want to live and understand how to get there. Hopefully you're taking some things from these podcasts. Hopefully you took something from today. I encourage you to do two things. One, be great. Two, think about it. As you jump into Monday, make this week the best week of the year. Be great. Think about it.